Long ago, the television actor was on your TV show. The podcaster was discussing the TV show on their podcast. And And never never the the twain twain shall meet. But those days are long dead. In the age of the TV Rewatch podcast, actors have invaded the podcast scene and stolen the hard-earned downloads from regular working Joes and Jims and Jacobs. And with nowhere else to turn, no other respite or avenue, there was only one direction to go, one unexplored land. Shows What You Know, the podcast about television, is dead. And from its ashes rises... The podcast about the podcasts about television. Welcome to a new era. Welcome to a new land. Welcome to... Welcome to the OC Bitches. Join the original OC Bitches. Friends and co-stars Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark for a trip back to the early 2000s. Zip up your juicy couture tracksuits and grab a seat by the pool while they deliver the ultimate OC Rewatch podcast. Each week, they'll take you back to a particular episode, share behind-the-scenes scoop, and interview guests who are part of the OC experience. Jacob, welcome to the OC, bitch. Mm, What do you say? I say welcome back to the podcast about the podcast about (laughs) television, where, as you've hinted and said outright, we are reviewing Welcome to the OC Bitches this week, uh, which is hosted by two actors from the TV show The OC, um, a, pheno- <laughs> a, a phenomenon of a TV show for some teens, I guess. Did you watch yeah. it when it was actually coming out? No, I didn't. Um, I'm trying to think because it came out, what, 03, 02? Maybe mm. I should have checked this. The OC. Because it was like. I wasn't like above watching teen shows. Uh, clearly, I mean, I watch a lot of I watch a lot, I watch a, watch a lot of television. Uh, but for whatever reason, okay, yeah, two thousand August two thousand three. So I was like twenty one, twenty two. So not quite out of the demo, but a little bit out of the demo. Maybe I was like, I'm a man now. I don't watch this stuff anymore. Uh, I had friends that watched it and then over time I'd always heard even like a very good friend of mine uh, who used to co-host uh, Jim and them with me Jake Sprague I remember when I initially at first met him and I wasn't really friends with him but like we worked together and he was buying the OC on DVD and I was like ugh, what are you doing spending like 80 it was when they were like 80 dollars or maybe it was like 60 bucks i was like were you simultaneously shows... taking gilmore girls off the shelf as well <laughs> yeah. like what are you watching that trash <laughs> i was gilmore girl uh gilmore girl had at the time for sure but i was like oh that's garbage and he's like no it's good you gotta watch it and actually i i, I never even watched it until it must have been like shortly after uh quarantine because then um um my fiance is a big fan was was a big fan of the show and she's like we should watch it like it was around when whenever hbo max here here in the states we have hbo max now it's becoming max drop the hbo for whatever reason it's clean uh but they had all this episodes there to stream so i was like you know what let's let's do it and i actually i really liked it although come to think about it even though 
it hasn't been that long since I watched it. I don't remember really much of it at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Ryan Atwood. Mm. I remember Marissa. I think it's one of those convoluted teen dramas that there's so much happening anyway that you're not going to be able to keep track mm. of it. I mean, I watched it like 10 years ago, or I watched the first yeah. season, I should say, or maybe even just part of the first season. But I watched enough of it to kind of get it. And all yeah. of that has completely gone out of my head. So what we're doing this week is we watch the finale of season two, and then we listen to the re- review uh, on Welcome mm. to the OC Bitches of the finale of season two. And I mean, we're not reviewing the show as usual, but I have to say watching it, I was like, this is, it's not incomprehensible. Like I could follow it kind of, but I don't remember who any of these people are except the main two kids right like ryan and your man from gilmore girls i know who they are yes seth yeah but everyone else i'm like i don't know what's going on so it took me a little bit once i started listening to the podcast i'm like okay i don't know who these i'm not is it okay to call them bitches it's kind of self it's self i mean it's yeah it's self-proclaimed i don't know who these bitches are jim um (laughs) (laughs) it's part of the lore yeah uh and it is it's wild that some of these like uh, the OC especially like went past the, you know, network TV at the time had a lot of 22 episode shows, but their first season has 27 episodes mm. and then their second season has like 25 episodes. So just wild. I mean, especially in comparison to the streaming era that we're in now, like to have two seasons done, but, but have like, yeah, it's the, this is the 51st episode of the show. Um, and weirdly enough, like it ends at season four and they didn't even make, you'd think like, oh, this show is such a hit. It didn't even make it to a hundred. They were like six shy of a hundred. That's, it, it was such a, a momentous rise and fall of the, <laughs> cause even like not watching the show, but like being aware of it as like a, you know, pop culture thing that people liked. And I kind of dug into this a little bit when we were watching it, like on HBO max. Um, and I, the other thing I think one of the other reasons why I don't remember it too is when you binge a show in like a month. Yeah, that's you know disposable. That's par for the course. You're gonna forget it. Of course, this is why we don't remember any shows now because they're all binged. <laughs> We've talked about this yes. how society yes. we're all just like a big cloud of locusts <laughs> that move from one cultural thing to the other, pick it clean of bones, and then by the time season two rolls along, we're like, what's this bullshit? I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yes, I remember kind of looking into this a little bit when I was watching the show, streaming it in um, part of it. And maybe that's why, maybe that's what would make this show interesting. Cause I don't know how much they get into it or not, but like these young actors got so famous so quick that a lot of them like were like maniac, like egomaniacs. Mm. And, and I think in a weird way that kind of started to tank the show as well. Like there, at least I remember like just digging here and there, there was a lot of like weird behind the scenes drama with like how people already started thinking maybe I should be in movies. I'm already like I'm on this now. I'm du- I'm on this stupid hit show. I should be in movies. I mean, I know Misha, that was like a Misha Barton thing, kind of. And I mean, it, they even mentioned on this podcast how uh, Ben, whatever he who plays Ryan Atwood, like they kind of offhandedly are like, yeah, he won't come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. You no, could get him on the show. I was I was so uncertain of uh what was happening at first i thought the guest was that guy who plays ryan mm, uh, and then i was yeah. like oh no it's the the brother who we will be spoiling 
I mean, <laughs> we will be spoiling this episode, I should say, uh, of the show. Yeah. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, even if you haven't seen the show at all, you may have seen the SNL skit where someone gets shot and then mm. uh, Imogen Heap's uh, Hide and Seek plays. And that's this episode, which I think is a large part of why we picked it. It's a, it's a moment that's been memed to death, I guess, mostly because yeah. of that SNL skit, because it's very good. And also because of the, I guess, the over-the-top drama of the show kind of comes to a head there i'm not necessarily saying over the top in a bad way but like it's if you're watching this episode out of sequence it's very like drama over the top uh, obviously so it's it's the episode with that uh moment and as a guest on the show they have the actor who plays ryan's brother uh yeah he who plays is the one trey who, yeah the one who gets shot basically yeah. is on this show and or on this episode but um before we get into it, the two hosts, uh, do you, I mean, I have, I have them here. They play uh, Summer Roberts uh, and... Yeah, Summer and uh, not Kiki, Lulu, or what's her name? Because <laughs> Melinda Clark, uh, what's the name Julie of Cooper. character? Is it Julie yes. Cooper? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, one of the so. mothers and one of the daughters, right? Is that yes. right? Yeah. Yes, I yeah. which uh, I mean, summer was a big part of the show. And I mean, I, I, I really enjoy like I know we're not going to get fully into it yet, but like having the dude uh, on the like having the actor Logan Marshall Green, who I like a lot because he's in this movie Upgrade. I don't know if you've ever seen Upgrade. It's such an awesome action movie. He's hmm. the main character in it and he's he's great in it. So I was kind of interested because of that. But then also, like, the creator just kind of hops in for a little while, yeah, which yeah, I really yeah. thought was cool. I have to say, like, uh, before we get into, like, yeah. the nitty-gritty, like, this show's not that bad. <laughs> no, that's uh, what I was going to... Yeah, we've reviewed a lot of these now, Jim, and you know what? Yes. It's, not, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, that's why, before we started recording, I was like, so who puts this together? Because it's like a slit. Like, I ended up just watching... Well, there's a few critiques, though. Mm. So, initially, we are like we have a list of like TV rewatch podcasts and we're kind of going through what should we do next? What should we do? And welcome to the OC bitches was always on there. Like, okay, cool. But then we're like, okay, what episode? And as you'd already mentioned, this is kind of like an iconic episode for multiple reasons. It's like uh season two finale. It's kind of the show was at like the height of its prime almost. Mm. Uh, and plus it's like a meme sketch referenced thing. Um, but then I couldn't find, I was like, like, when you go to their podcast feed, it's weird. Uh, it only kind of goes back about a year or like a little yeah, under a year or I something. Was, uh, I'm on there as well. I was checking it out because I wanted to figure out when it started. So they have a trailer from the 18th of March, 2021. So I assume mm. this is part of, I guess, second wave, third wave of these shows. Because first wave is like right before the pandemic. And then at the start of the pandemic, that's like first wave of all of these actors reviewing their own tv shows if this is yeah. starting from the 18th of march 2021 this is after that wave has gone and a lot of corporations uh have started paying attention and have started going like hey we could talk to actors and get them to make these shows so it is it feels it, it's part of that more incubated wave that we've uh, identified i think but yeah on the feed that's the they, there's the trailer but then the next episode on the feed is from uh june 2022 and it's actually the first episode of season three their review of that so i don't yeah. know what's happened there exactly um but you can find 
some of the older episodes on their YouTube, I guess. It's a weird setup for such a professionally produced show. Yes, yeah, because that's what I was going to say, too, is that um, because then I actually just did watch it. I just watched it on my TV. Well, I listened to the first like half hour on my phone. Um, but then after I was like, you know what, I'll just pull it up on YouTube. And I just ended up watching it. And it's like, I mean, I don't know if this is in one of their houses, if they just have like a little in-home podcast studio, but it's it's a sweet layout. Like they got some nice professional shots. It's cut well, like a, you know, talk show. And they've set it up um, as the pool house, which is a big feature in yes. the show, right? Like uh, Ryan lives in the pool house of this rich family. And so they have it. Yeah, it looks it looks good. I should say the audio is really bad in this episode, but that's yes. because of some sort of technical problem they had. Like you can tell because in the video they have good microphones pointed at their mouths and like the ad mm. reads and things sound good. But obviously there was some sort of problem with the audio input, but I can't really blame them for that because yeah. it was literally while we were playing the intro to this episode of this podcast <laughs> that I realized I had the wrong audio input. So I fixed that. Ho- let me know if I sound okay, Jim. But uh, no, yeah. that was my fault too. It wasn't playing properly. Yeah, a little behind the scenes. It was playing on the recording, but I saw it wasn't playing in my output to you. Well, no, there was so... that. But I'm saying I had my webcam audio as the audio that oh. was feeding to you that would have gone on the episode. Oh. So like, you know, can't yes, really blame them. These things happen. You're not going to throw away an episode uh, for that, especially if you have a guest on, you can't redo it. So I thought that mm. might be why it was off the feed um but no it's uh i guess the feed it just goes back to season three episode one yeah i don't know because then i wasn't sure if maybe oh is it is this like a patreon situation mm. where to get the old but i don't see anything like that so yeah i don't know if it's just a weird thing or or I, then i was wondering if they had jumped to different like a different podcast network, I do, but I, I don't think I do that's see the them case. all at so it's uh I guess produced by cast media castmedia.com <clears throat> and you can find them all on there so okay I don't know maybe it's just an apple thing could be yeah maybe something to keep the feed size small I don't know but yeah it but it's a little um uh yeah sorry it's sorry surprising. just cutting in to say I think the the Spotify goes back the whole way so it's just some technical issue oh, okay to dwell on it but even on cast me, oh, I'm on cast media. Their the feed there, like it's just 98 episodes. But whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's just weird because it it is like a like we said, it's a pretty professional layout. There is like a a disclaimer in the YouTube description that the audio there are issues with like so they were aware that something happened on the, on that episode. Mm-hmm. But they're like, but it's listenable. Just listen to it. Um, but yes, cast media does like impulsive, which is Logan. Is it Logan Paul? Yeah, no, not Jake Paul. It's Logan Paul's podcast. And I think they have like a really sweet studio. So I don't know if they just like build these for everyone or like how this works. Because I'm trying to figure out like usually when we hear about these podcast networks, they're not like making money. But I mean, there's a lot of looks like fairly high profile shows. Sour Silverman podcast is on here. Rain Wilson has a metaphysical milkshake podcast on here. Theo Vaughn's podcast uh how do you Jim sorry Jeffries. how do you mean they're not making money well it just feels are you like thinking of shows what you know.com <laughs> yeah <laughs> well because like iHeartRadio doesn't feel like it's a podcast network like they just happen to do podcasting as well but i guess they are essentially a podcast network aren't they i think so and i guess because there's I, radio in the name 
I no, I think it is a podcast network, and I think it's. I mean, it's obviously one of the big ones. I don't know. I feel like podcast networks are this kind of. It's kind of like a label, a music label, and like it feels like they could either be really successful or just go under. It's all kind of yeah. based. It's like um, <sighs> you know, a bubble of uh, of money basically, and and it's hard to keep track of which ones are actually doing well. But as you said, Cast Media, we haven't seen a show from them before on this uh on this uh season and i'd say yeah it's well produced and they seem to I guess bring a high production value what i should correct and what i was saying it's more so like you'll see a podcast network that'll have like one really big names and the rest of them are kind of like you know they're known mm. um and it feels like i don't know tony hawk like it feels like this has got a lot of big like how are they yeah. making money but i guess you know i guess there's ways there's ways well there's that's a lot of ads on code. this uh, episode <laughs> that's so. true probably that's yeah. how um <laughs> but yeah so but the other thing so going through our like breakdown here um so yeah we we're impressed we we're impressed with the studio setup they're actually wearing headphones which i like because a lot of fucking especially when they film them a lot of shows just like don't wear the headphones and usually i mean they must have an engineer where it doesn't sound that bad but a lot of times i noticed uh some shows they don't wear headphones and then like the audio gets fucked sometimes mm. although to to be fair they did wear headphones and the audio's fucked this time um but i didn't see any merch i was trying to see if there was like a web site uh there i could just see like their page on cast media but i'm not seeing like any merch but i guess you know maybe that's just they're not in they're not into it for that they don't need a uh you know welcome to the oc bitches shirt i guess that is actually a good point. Yeah, you'd expect there to be a bit more of that. I wonder if that means they're kind of cutting a bigger paycheck from cast media on the production mm. of it, and they're just making money through the advertisement. Like this, because it's, I mean, there's a two big buckets, right? Of like the, the ones that are made by a big media conglomerate and then like the more scrappy independent ones but usually there's some bit of overlap where you know yeah but i'm gonna sell my coffee on the side to make some extra bucks i didn't see anything yes. like that and, and no official website either um yeah it's a good point so are we looking at business acumen what were you thinking of for for this uh, merch yeah that's what i'm kind of like be, because it's almost like i'm like oh this is slick well put together like mm. you know all right where's the merch then but i guess maybe they're like hey we're co content is king. Like we're we're focusing on the quality of our shows. We're not trying to, uh, you know, uh, slang uh, stickers at you <laughs> or whatever, or like a uh, you know a a dad cap that says the OC on it. Uh, but I guess that like again, web design and graphics. But then also, I think the argument we have a lot is like you almost don't, especially if it's just, if it's just a podcast, a show. You don't really necessarily need some sort of flashy website i guess unless you're having merch and other crap yeah it's just more about subscribe subscribe either to our podcast feed or our youtube channel or whatever just listen so we can give you the ads we're not trying to give you like a slick uh web web uh website yeah well speaking of the quality of it i do have to call out a little bit that i the mm. rachel bilson who play summer roberts she doesn't really know what's going on um and mm. i'm a little sick of when people sort of who have been on the show 
have no idea yes. what's going to happen in the next season or the next uh, episode. It's big. Uh, I'm all in energy from our Absolutely. boy Luke Danes. Um, well, of, of course, in- as an actor, you don't have to know. But I feel like when you start a podcast, I don't know, our Sopranos, our Sopranos shtick that we did where I'd never seen the show, but you had um, and we went through every episode that wouldn't work if we'd both been on the Sopranos. And that's kind of what I feel <laughs> is happening here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also like that wouldn't even be that terrible. But I think overall, she's definitely like a way less engrossing host because just in general, like she's not really adding much. I don't mean to pick on her, but Mm. like Melinda Clark is actually doing really like she's doing really well. Yeah. And I guess one thing we should say is this is a this is a fucking long episode. It's Mm -hmm. an hour and a half. But I mean, I'm I'm not I can't like outright uh, like recommend it but i also appreciate it i guess because honestly like i made a note they don't get into like the synopsis of the episode till 45 minutes in so it is kind of stuff i guess what i've been finding as we discuss these shows is that i'm looking for more of this point of view whether it be you're an actor you're a writer like just something from being involved and i think they're giving us that but you're right i think rachel is the the weak link here for sure because she just kind of chuckles here and there and like trails off with like oh yeah wouldn't that be imagine wouldn't you imagine like imagine if that came through it's like eh i mean you're not really (laughs) did you prepare what are you doing (laughs) well we can always check out broad ideas rachel wilson's broad (laughs) ideas which is another show on cast media um that makes me wonder if uh well yeah that didn't start coming out until okay yeah well i I wanted to You brought it up. I actually was going to get to that as well. Oh, I actually haven't heard clips. I haven't heard clips, but I feel like maybe this is where like she'll do the dumb OC podcast, but she wants to do broad ideas because I recently even saw I saw a headline about this about Rachel Bilson from this. For some reason, I thought it was from the Welcome the OC Bitches, but it was from her broad ideas show. Now that I see it Mm. uh, here. And let me see. I think we have. I have some audio. I it didn't happen for me until I was about thirty eight. However, that's old it, yeah. wild. Isn't that crazy? So this is Rachel Bilson's talking about. She didn't have an orgasm from sex until she was thirty eight. That is crazy. And the reason, the reason why I was seeing this on my feeds is because people started doing the math. And she was dating Bill Hader when she was 38. <laughs> and which is also a super net like. Because and then Bill Hader's in the Dear Sister sketch, mm. so this is all like Great. full circle. Yeah. Um, but she also said there's also like when I was searching for this, another clip, and I think this is also from that show, is that she was talking about. Uh, here we go. So, when you and Bill broke up, <laughs> what um, did you miss the most? His big. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Rachel Bilson isn't holding back when it comes to her ex, Bill Hader. It was pretty crazy. What started as casual chit-chat on her Broad Ideas podcast ended in the OC alum giving a cheeky response about the Barry star, whom she dated in 2019 for about a year. So, when you and Bill broke up, (laughs) what Um, did you miss the most? His big (laughs) 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 
And you can keep that. <laughs> All right, Rachel. I mean, she's just kidding, obviously. But I mean, maybe she is still missing his big bleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's not holding back about that bleep <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. I think we. But spent- then again, now that I, I only saw the headline, I didn't hear the clip purposely like before yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's not bringing that much energy to her broad ideas. Uh, is it broad ideas? Yeah. Broad ideas. Okay. Um, so Rachel, not not really smashing it. Like she is literally talks about how she doesn't know what's going to happen next season and doesn't really know what's happening this episode. And as you referenced briefly, like the creator of the OC <clears throat> hops onto this episode. Like they haven't, yes. they have a guest on, and we'll we'll sort of dissect the structure of it a little bit in a sec. But they have a guest on, and then the creator jumps on, and like Rachel saying stuff, and the creator's like, "Well, no, that." That's not what I, that's not it mm. at all, <laughs> and uh, well, yeah. But Ma- Melinda Clark, who is played Julie Cooper, she's actually doing a good job, as you were saying. But also, like I liked that. Like he definitely he kept taking digs at. I mean, that, and it's playful. It's not like he's a like uh, clearly they have like a friendship. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah, he kept being like, yeah, no, you don't know this. And again, I knew I'm. We t- this is big. I'm all in energy. Uh, Luke Danes from Gilmore Girls. And maybe like we as fans or listeners or like, because I, I, I assume if I was an OC fan, I'd be a pretty disappointed hearing some of that stuff. Um, but then again, it's almost like, eh, are we being rational here? Uh, you know, this is a, this was just a job she worked. It's not like she watched the show. I know, but so she doesn't I, have to do a podcast about it. Like that's the step <laughs> that's where true. That's, that's actually totally perfectly true. fine. Like I think the guest on the show, what is his name again? You like him? Uh, uh Logan Marshall Green. Yeah, Logan is on this episode. They spend the first yeah. uh bit of it just kind of as a general interview, which I thought was pretty good. He talks a lot about like his uh theater background and acting theory and all of that stuff. It's not obnoxious but it is kind of funny hearing him talk about it given that we're here on an oc podcast talking about the oc totally you know which is not the most like uh prestigious i guess as far as the actual craft of acting but like the fact that that's his thing and you know he it's clear like he even talks about how he didn't want to go in and do movies and television he only (laughs) wanted to do theater stuff and just kind of talks about his life and stuff it's pretty good um Sorry, where was I going with that? He's well. You're just saying how, like Rachel Bilson, bringing her like I don't know what's going on mm. at, at, to hosting the show. Whereas, you know, he he takes time to be on the podcast to really like get into you know. Oh yeah, how I, his sorry character was and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I just remembered he. It's okay that he hasn't watched the show and doesn't know what's happening, right? Because he yeah. is a guest on a podcast. Mm. But if you're a host on a podcast, I feel like you should be adding a bit more than than rachel is doing but anyway we don't need to keep uh picking on her i think yeah i think our other host is doing a better job but i have to say when the creator hops on i did make a note that i didn't realize what was missing until then because that is the best part of the episode when he's on as well they're chatting away there's insights flying left right and center like it's clear he's had a big career outside of creating the oc but like also I don't know. It, it, he was bringing more host energy than yes than Rachel and potentially uh, Melissa as well. So, yeah, I thought that was a really good part of it anyway. And I didn't think the rest was bad necessarily, but I was like, oh, this is like actually really engaging now and good. Agreed. And um, like I, I imagine that's not a regular thing, but I mean, either way, it's I think it's super cool that that dude's like, 
hell yeah uh you know i'll pop in for like 20 minutes to discuss the oc yeah but it also it, it reminded me of like in rachel's defense a little bit it's interesting it is a common thing for actors to be like yeah, I don't really remember it. Like, I was yeah, because they didn't scene, spend like, that much time yeah. thinking about the whole story, the yes, whole production. The, they weren't yep. doing the editing, like, because he's giving insights about how they picked the song, which is like the big discussion. They do spend a fair part of the episode talking about the song, which just makes sense because it's like such a memorable moment, such a memed moment from this show. So it makes sense. But yeah, as the creator, uh, he obviously has more insights into that. And honestly, I think. From looking at stuff like the Breaking Bad Insider podcast, etc., I think even like having an editor or a production <laughs> assistant or whatever, in many cases, could be you know, it could drive better insights in a podcast format than actually having one of the stars of the show, especially for something that was a long time ago. Yeah, because no, it's exactly the example I was thinking of too. It's like the you know Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul Insider podcast because you're hearing from a lot of writers and directors where they're in the space like the whole story space way more than yeah obviously an actor especially depending on how much screen time they have in an episode it's not like they're too concerned with like oh, i'm focusing on my scenes but what's going on with ryan's character and you know what kind of arc is going on here like no they're just like focusing on on what they're at but Again, it was nice hearing him also kind of just give her some shit yeah. about it. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I didn't know this character died. I know what happened to this character. Uh, and that's also where they kind of mentioned the that uh, they're like, yeah, Ben won't come on the podcast. Um, and I don't know. I wonder. I don't know if that's a thing because I know that guy. Shoot. What's the actor's name? Um, it's Ben. Let's see. I know he he's like. He does things like he speaks out against crypto. Um, ben McKenzie. He like, yeah, yeah, Ben McKenzie. Like he wrote a book and then he like, I think he was speaking in front of Congress or something. So he maybe he does seem like the vibe of that guy of like, oh, I fucking hate when people bring up the OC to me, hmm. which I can kind of respect in some actors. But I also like, come on, come on, dude. Like, just just embrace it a little bit. Show that you're a little bit of fun. Because then I, it got me... A little curious where i was because i know um adam brody who plays seth i've i was reading that he's he has a similar mindset where he doesn't want to talk about the oc he doesn't want to be known from the oc but i looked it up he he has been on an episode of this podcast so at the very least he's like eh, hell yeah let's just i'll chat for an hour about a show that you know did really well for me yeah, it's probably because of that explosive popularity like you were talking about. Like, maybe it's uh, mm. just a bad time in his life to some extent that he doesn't want to look back yeah. on or whatever. Um, or maybe it's just like, man, fuck. Because it feels like Logan, who's on this episode, could very well be like, oh, I'm a theater boy. I don't do that sort of <laughs> thing. But, like, he seems to have a very nuanced view of it. But also, like, it's welcome to the OC bitches. We looked at it on our list of uh, shows and we're like, We'll do this one should be terrible and honestly i think it's one of the better ones we've reviewed so far but yeah, if you were on the show maybe you'd be like i'm not gonna go talk about this <laughs> bullshit on some pod, some corporate True. produced podcast i need to go out and fight crypto <laughs> yeah but, yeah uh well and it, and, and again like the actor's memory of perspective versus the writer because we hear as they're discussing it like again rachel doesn't remember a lot of things 
But at one point, they're talking about their marks and how they use different color tape. Hmm. And she, like, remembers that she had the pink tape yeah. and, like, Belinda had the... Like, those are... It's not, I don't want to say interesting might be a leap, but it's, like, it's interesting to not... Because not even thinking about what the point of view of what's important to an actor, it's some insight, which I appreciated, at least. And I was like, oh, okay, you remember that stuff, but you don't, like... You're not caught up in the lore. Because, uh, I mean, also tying it in, they do, like, as far as fan engagement, they yes. do a fun thing where they have uh, fans call in with voicemails. I guess real doctors, fake friends kind of do that. Um, or no, they, they do, do interviews they with witches. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, they, they hang out on the phone for an hour. Um, and I, I think this ties in a bit because there's a voicemail later in the show where, like, someone's asking... Um, you know, Logan about where he thinks the Trey character is. And I get that question, but it, it reminds me of, you know, it's like a Star Wars, a Star Trek convention joke. I think it was even on The Simpsons where like mm. someone stands up is like, when you put the laser in the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know, bro. What are you talking about? This, I'm not, I was, I've not thought once about what happened to Trey. I mean, he takes the, I mean, he, he gives a like gracious, non-answer to it but uh you know I mean, it's I, just I, yeah i disagree a little bit just because the simpsons yeah. thing is more about like p nitpicking minutia and this is more like yeah hey, we don't you played this character it's never really resolved what happened to him where do you think he landed and you know for someone who's although lived in that role for a while it makes some mm. sense but yeah i could get being <laughs> i could get you not know a better a better example actually is the other oh, one of the other questions asked is like what song do you remember from the OC? <laughs> yeah. And I thought they, the question was more going to be like, what song in like a movie or TV show really like puts you like, I think a better question, not to nitpick this fan. <laughs> now we're like, reviewing the listeners <laughs> of the podcast. About podcast about because the listener is like, you know, I heard the Imogen Heap song on something else <laughs> and it just put me in that headspace of the OC. So to you guys, what song from the OC really resonates with you? And it's like, well, clearly, you know, they didn't watch the show, really. So I don't think there's besides this song. And they even kind of say that, like, what song besides this one? I don't know. Do you think a better maybe question the, is like what song resonates with you like that from a piece of media? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because that's why I thought they were going to go go with it, because I actually be interesting in hearing that because everyone you know, there's so many like iconic things, whether it be like, you know, like stuck in the middle with you on Reservoir Dogs or, you know, stuff like that. There's so many iconic needle drops. I'm sure that there'd be some pretty good ones. Yeah, I thought it's, it, it, I think the question did open up to like any, it doesn't have to be from the show, you know, it could be that reminds you of that era, that time in your life or whatever. But I think they were imagining the OC cat, cast hanging out like they're the fucking Hey Dude cast on a ranch, you know, all listening. Hey, the song of that summer. And it sounded more like, Hey, yeah, as yeah. soon as I finished my uh, scenes, I got shipped off to do 24 scenes being tortured by Jack Bauer. So I don't think yes. they had that same experience that maybe the listener was imagining. But also on the topic of the question of him imagining the future of that character, I just found out by listening to this that this motherfucker doesn't die. I I did not think yeah, this no, it gets scene, locked up. Yeah, but I did not think yeah. this scene would be so huge and so resonant if 
this fucker is alive at the start of the next season i thought what a shit what a cop out like and especially because it's not like he's in the show significantly after that apparently yeah just gets like locked up and then maybe he ends up in vegas or whatever they just chickened out from making one of their main characters a murderer and i know i didn't yep. watch the rest of the season leading up to this but i'm calling bullshit especially <laughs> i've i've walked around so that means bill Hader's alive that means they're all alive and that's yeah, in, they're in all fucking, alive dear sister fuck that even the cops at the end that shoot each other well i guess they are alive because they just keep shooting each other but yeah <laughs> fucking bullshit man um but well yeah and also but i relate to those fans though as well because and i think we talked about this whether it be on scrubs or uh well because scrubs is like the the ideal what we want it to be yeah Zach and we mentioned this when we discussed that podcast. Zach and Donald are fucking friends. And also, guess what podcast I was listening to this week? Fucking the <laughs> fake doctor's real. Were friends. you actually like, okay? I listened yes. to a little bit more of it, but I didn't actually get in a in a habit of listening to it at all. So were you just continuing episode two, or were you doing like random picks? No, random. I actually I because I think I was just looking for something to listen to driving. Like I mm. like the my regular shows. I was kind of caught up. And I just pulled up a, like a recent John C. McGinley because John C. McGinley was on. I was like, oh, hell yeah, Dr. Cox. And nice. And, and it's it's so great because it's like it's one of the later episodes. It might be like season eight, like when the show is bad and they kind of like barely talk. I mean, I guess they barely talk about the episode anyways. They're just talking about how like John C. McGinley does like a like a body shock where like he, he go, comes from a sauna and goes to an ice bath and then. <laughs> goes into a sauna and nice. Donald Faison's talking about his weed. And then, but then I also listened to another episode because I watched Zach Braff's movie. It just got recently released on on demand. Uh, a good person with um, his ex-girlfriend there. Florence Pugh is the main star and he had her on the podcast. It was just an episode just discussing like the movie and how it came together and stuff. How so, was that? Cause it sounds, I mean, I haven't watched the Zach Braff film in a while um how was the discussion like was did that hold up to the rest of that show it it was it was better it was more focused obviously mm. um they it's actually spoiler free like i watched the movie first almost because i wanted to hear it but then they keep it pretty spoiler free all right they still have his people chiming in with some questions but hearing the way the movie came together and how she was kind of a big part of the creative aspect of it as well, of like building the character. The movie's not amazing, but it's not terrible. There's some good stuff in it, but it's a little, you know, melodramatic. But, you know, overall, I'm like, holy shit, I'm a, you know, uh, fake Doctor's Real Friends fan now. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I, I'm sure we'll talk more about it as we wrap up our season here. If we haven't said we're aiming for sort of a 10-episode season, and then we're going to look mm -hmm. back at everything we've done so far, I think, and, and probably discuss. But for Fake Doctors, Real Friends, the real strength and... The real strength is what could be the drawback that they don't focus too heavily on the show, which sounds like a bad thing, yeah. but because they have that dynamic, it works. It would never mm -hmm. work in you know, I'm all in. It, I don't think it would work in this show either. No. It is what they're shooting for with the Hey Dude podcast, um, of course, which is why it's, even though it's not great, it's still like bang in the middle of our list of, <laughs> of the shows. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. shooting for something like that. Um, 
but yeah fake doctors real friends i get it's funny because yeah. we recently released it we started releasing the um, actual season and i listened to the start of that episode and was like i was came in really harsh against it but i think we've just heard a lot of other stuff that feels kind of like ticking boxes you know we we tick boxes because we're going through different aspects of each show and discussing them but it really feels like oh yeah we have to talk about this we have to talk about that like that's why i think the the sort of breakdown of the plot of the episode as you said you kind of prefer when there's more random chats about insights about the production uh rather than going through scene by scene which i think is beneficial for something like scrubs also beneficial here where it's a lot of team drama going around and it's more about the big things that stick out to you and sort of the the cultural moments which is why when they talk for half an hour about image and heap that makes a lot of sense yes yeah absolutely and um kind of going back to what you're saying before because i was thinking the same thing and it's not just it's not even like just this podcast so i don't mean to like pick on the oc but like like you were saying of how you're really getting into like the nitty gritty discussion of character motivations and you know insight into uh, headspace but it's like when you then zoom out a bit it's like we're talking about the oc but then that's that's just kind of i guess where we're we where we are like uh that's everything right now is it's kind of don't get me wrong i love so much like film and tv trash like or just entertaining but like whatever things but now even the whatever things get this analysis where it used to be like a a cutesy thing where like hey a college does a you know a course on buffy the vampire slayer i mean that's a bad example because buffy the vampire slayer is amazing yeah but uh you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, college course is breaking down, uh, you know, uh, two and a half men or something like that. Like, I guess, I don't know if it's just because in my bubble, we're listening to all of these no. <laughs> watch podcasts, yeah. but I feel like, I feel like if you zoom out, that's still every, every subpar thing is getting this Shakespearean analysis. And I kind of, I'm very intrigued by it. And I don't want to be like the, hey, we're dumber. Uh, I don't want to be the old man that's like, ah, people are dumber now. Because it's like still intelligent conversations. You can have intelligent conversations about it. But it's just kind of intriguing to me. You're saying that people consume things that are trash and then talk about them ad nauseum at a ridiculous length and then put yes. that out there for other people to consume you're saying that's a thing that's happening yeah, yeah that's i know what i'm Jim. saying I, I don't hey how's that rock how's that rock in your hand in your fucking glass uh, house man yeah i know no but i think uh i think you've uh I, I think that's really interesting as well and maybe that's just really interesting to me because that's my bread and butter right like i mm. i don't necessarily think it's bad but if it is bad i'm part of the problem because i will watch a three-hour video essay no, sure. on some shit drama tv show i probably even haven't seen and it's breaking down all of these things and I, honestly as i can't say i mind all of that as long as it's not just random trivia or like sure just facts or bits and pieces of like a, a compilation of facts the fact that there is analysis like what we're doing like whenever there's that added piece of we're thinking about it we're talking about what place this has in the culture or whatever or its effect on you emotionally it goes beyond a lot of the shit almost auto-generated content that's like 
wow, did you know, did you know that in this episode of this show, there, this, yeah. you know, that fucking guy <laughs> and everyone yes. else who does that same thing, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But when I see a three hour video on YouTube about uh, breaking down a shit TV show, I wanted to get into the uh, analysis. I wanted to reference some fucking media uh book that uh you know media theory that i don't know about yet and i learn about that theory i don't just learn shit trivia about that show so yeah you know i'm, I'm right. I, it's my bread and butter i can't really complain about it yeah i guess and i think i i'm right there with you i think and i've kind of mentioned this before in the past on maybe my other podcasts but like to date myself a bit like I think of it in the realm of, you know, uh, clerks and you have uh, Randall being like, mm. you know, when they destroyed the the Death Stars being rebuilt, do you think contractors like having that discussion or even like Scream, the Randy character, like those are clever things, but they're also kind of treated as a goof. Like, I, I just feel like people lose, people get too serious about it or something or they get caught up in their own shit like it's it's like a subtle difference but i just i i love it too but i also don't want to pretend like it's uh you know deeper than it is but you're right it's still in comparison the the flip side because there's two major things going on there's this what we're talking about like you know the 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 hyper analysis or then there's look at all the easter eggs like yeah. here's look in the background there's this and it, this is a picture of a character like and you i guess that's what you were saying like just getting it into mindless trivia and not to like pick on the super mario brothers movie but uh i mean i enjoyed it but i remember when i went to see it recently i literally saw people just pointing at the screen like oh that's that thing yeah that's same with the thing. dungeons yeah. and dragons movie for me um yes which i did enjoy as well but <clears throat> you know afterwards in the car ride home my friends who i am in like very dearly it was still a lot of like that was that spell and that was this thing and there's so many easter eggs and people should enjoy that stuff it's put in for a reason but it feels like even the media is just generated with that in mind now like mm. you know you have to compile these things so that people have stuff to point out which is fine in itself but when you bring an extra level of analysis and talk about say with dungeons and dragons instead of a video listing here's all the fucking easter eggs what about a video talking about the dynamic that exists at a TTRPG play table, the sort of, and how that mm. is translated effectively into a movie. And, you know, what does that mood, how does that mood relate to uh, the Marvel cinematic universe? Like, where does it make sense to be goofy? Where does it make sense to be serious? If it's emulating people playing a game, that's the video I would make, right? Rather than the That's Easter great. eggs. So I think, I'm clicking on oh, it. Oh, great. Well, I <laughs> fucking let's finish this so I can get started. Um, but yeah, I I think this is an interesting chat to have anyway, obviously. Yeah. But it is also very funny that you pointed that out. It's exactly the, the concept of our show, Jim. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, so then, yes. All right. Now, the again, I think we're both pretty positive on this show. Uh, this didn't necessarily need to be an hour and a half. I mean, that's always going to be kind of a mm. uh, criticism. Um, because a little bit at the beginning, even though I was kind of liking what they were doing, I was like kind of like getting distracted or just like zoning out a little bit. But again, I like what the guest was bringing. I like that they didn't just immediately get into scene by scene. 
they were kind of a little bit talking about the process, casting, career, stuff like that. I I think if you're going to have a guest, that's the whole point of having a guest. So mm-hmm. they're and and it almost seems when I say this stuff, it seems obvious, but as we've seen listening to some of these shows, it's not obvious because they don't do that. Um, the the ad reads, I didn't they didn't really clock anything for me. I mean, I guess they 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 were just ad reads. It didn't really stand out as they were good or bad, but I, I just don't even remember them. They were all, I mean, maybe it's because we're on the YouTube, so we only get the sponsored ones on there. Maybe because we sure. have, we're actually going to get the same stuff because we're watching it on YouTube rather than, yeah. you know, uh, having it through some weird podcast machine, some sort of Dr. Seuss device mm. that compiles Irish advertisements <laughs> for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, speaking of the ads, I did want to say that so they have a warning up top, a content warning that the episode yes. deals with sexual assault. Um, I found when they started talking about that, I found the sexual assault discussion confusing. Uh, they kept saying like, hey, we're not justifying. Uh, we're ju- mm-hmm. not justifying it, but... And I just didn't think it was the most well handled I'd ever seen a conversation like that, uh, the way they were getting into it and talking about the motivations. Like they were talking a lot about logan which makes sense because it's he's the guest on but i just having not seen the episode where that actually happened which was several episodes before this right so we're kind of at the climax of the season i don't have the full context so i can't really critique it too harshly uh but it did see it it wasn't the best handled in my mind and then immediately after it there's an ad for cereal Uh, (laughs) and i was just like (laughs) okay that wasn't the best part and i I, it wasn't terrible but i was kind of like not having the full context it sounded like they like they had literally had a fan call in saying like oh it was i love the oc it's my favorite show it was so bad that they made logan do that or no sorry yeah not logan that's the actor but they made trey do that trey would never do that what do you think should have happened or whatever and it's like this isn't really engaging with the story in an honest way or whatever i don't know it was it, it was a weird one for me yeah, and I think that just kind of comes comes from like being concerned how people are going to react yeah. to like they're worried about they me. Re- they're worried about me sitting out here nitpicking, yeah. basically. <laughs> so they really they really well, are, they skirt around it and don't really talk. But they they seem a little too they seem too sympathetic to Trey. Maybe because he dies in this episode, but sure look, or he yeah. doesn't die. Well, that motherfucker doesn't even die. <laughs> Yeah, but also it's it's it it's similar to they have this other discussion where there's a, I guess there's a line in the episode where someone says like get back on your rice rocket, mm. which obviously you know prejudice, uh, racist thing to say Towards about an Asian uh, guy. Yeah, and and but they were like even they had to be like I can't believe I even let that happen in a scene, <laughs> and it's like, well, I mean, you can let like. You can let bad characters say bad things. You know what I mean? It, it, like, what, what, yeah, it wasn't in stand that, up like a fun joke. It was like this exactly. character is bad. <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna you're you're gonna walk up to the creator and be like, "How dare you!" Like, I'm not even gonna perform in this. I mean, I get it because times change. Like, their point is mostly times change. You wouldn't probably hear that in a show, which I that's not uh, incorrect. I don't think so. But yeah, I, I but it reminds because they just wanted to. They didn't want to get into into the character in the moment because even then, like, yeah, I, I, it was so broad. I had to look it up. I was like, wait, so what exactly happens? Like, does he 
rape Marissa. And I mean, he does attempt to, but he doesn't. Like, again, not that the, now I'm the guy. Like, oh, not that that matters. It's still bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is bad. Yeah, you're right. Let's move on and not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Let's be them. So I, I guess I just get it. You never know what people are going to pull true. and what kind of context or clips hey, you can you're, get. So. You're just out there talking about Ben Schwartz having a big dick. Suddenly you're on the news. <laughs> You mean Bill Hader? Yeah, whoever. Yeah, you're just talking about Bill Hader's big cock. Yeah, and gives his, a fuck. How he, yeah, how he gave her a first sex orgasm. Yeah, that part I do uh, enjoy. I enjoy that part. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we could read real quick broad, uh, broad ideas. On broad ideas, Rachel Bilson is joined by a longtime best friend. I mean... Dude, whenever they bring their best friend, it's this is giving me broad ideas. Yeah, which broad, is why gangster broadcast. <laughs> but just why it's a good thing vibes. that you and me are deadly enemies. This is the only time we talk to each other is <laughs> yeah. when we do this show because it keeps that tension. You don't want to want to bring in your best friends to have a chat. Well, no, what I'm realizing is it is basically like she's doing what Drea DiMatteo was, was trying to do. You know, she brings her best friend Olivia Allen to talk about sex, mental health, their belief or lack thereof in ghosts. Oh, God. <laughs> this is in the description. I didn't make that up. And so much more. They'll be joined by old friends, young friends, some friends they haven't met yet to have fun, casual conversations about the same kind of broad topics you'd find your, your, yourself discussing with your girlfriends. Literally, so. it has broad in the name, just like the gangster broadcast. Mm -hmm. It has very yep. similar vibes. Um we almost have to listen to it. I know they don't talk yeah. about. I know they probably don't talk anything about TV shows, but almost I, I'm very masochistic in this way. I guess. I mean, their latest one is discussing. They have um, Chelsea Handler on to discuss Tucker Carlson, who was recently fired by Fox News. But also, it looks like they're discussing ayahuasca and body odor. So. Yeah, sounds great. Um, uh but then moving on the theme song yes it's obviously kind of like a take let me play it real quick i yes, think i please. have it oh it literally just is the song no no it's different no no it's it's a little off isn't yeah. it yeah i like it and then they do kind of like a their own version of the the way the oc <clears throat> Welcome to the OC. Oh, excuse me the way the oc intro is with the the photos and the beach in the background and the cut-ins for the cast. Oh, nice. So, I know. only um, I only listened to the audio, so I didn't get that. But I did enjoy the the audio. It feels like the sort of Aldi off-brand, like the mm. the fake the the the. I don't know. Okay, I can't think of a good one. Aldi. I'm gonna go with Aldi off-brand because they do. Off this is a fucking. It's not a U.S.-centric <laughs> reference, okay? But <laughs> all they right, do off-brand things of all the products. Irish people get it. Whatever. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah. But it. Yeah, I like because it did trick me for a second. I was like, oh, it's the song. Yeah. And then it has a nice little ding, ding, ding. That's a little different. Like, oh, all right. I see what you're doing there. Um. So, but yeah, and like I said, if you watch the video, it's it is like a the OC intro. Like nice. it plays a thing and it shows their names and their pictures of them. Um, so it's top notch. It's what it's the obvious thing to do, but it's also what you should do if you're doing your uh, OC rewatch. Now, ownership structure again. I mean, we talked a lot about cast media. They seems like they have a lot of high profile shows. So, I mean, I don't think. They own it, obviously, but they must be being compensated fairly well, I'd imagine. Yes, I think we will have to investigate cast media some more in our charting of all of this, um, mm. all of this tomfoolery that we're seeing with these shows. 
I think it's interesting. There is they have thirty eight employees on LinkedIn. We'll do some we'll do some digging. We'll do some investigation. Yeah. Um, See if we stumble onto another one of these. If they have another rewatch podcast. They're not doing any, um, yeah, as we said, they're not doing any merch sales. They don't have a Patreon or anything like that. They only do ad reads on the show. So presumably they're fairly well compensated given the production value um, of this thing that they're putting together. And they have a lot of high profile guests. I mean, it's 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 going to trend high on the list, I think, for for um, where we're at. Because the current rankings, I don't, or do we have anything mm. else we need to get into before we do that? Um, I guess uh, just to quickly run down the thing. I mean, proximity to the main characters, you, you can't get better, honestly. Like, Of course you can. You could I have guess... fucking Ryan and... <laughs> Ryan, and Ryan, Ryan Atwood. But I mean, they had the creator of the show true, on. True, true. Just drop That's in. Fair. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, true. You have two... Two uh, series regulars. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Atwood would be the ultimate get, but they have, you know, them. And like I said, they had a, uh, one of the big characters from this specific episode and then the creator. So Fair. it's pretty good. Fan engagement, uh, as we were saying, also very good. They have people call yeah. in. It was nice to hear people with like someone from Denmark, someone from South Africa. They're calling in from all over the world talking about how much the OC means for, to them. And also they didn't have those parts of the episode overstay their welcome like certain other shows might. Mm. Um, so it was, it was a good balance um, uh, of, of having the fans actually yeah, engage, which is what we want to see. So yeah, now it's the placement. Now I, it's, it's tough to be like recency bias. Like, I don't know, but I don't know if I'd put it above Avatar. Yeah, okay. So I see what you're doing here. We're looking at sheer <laughs> Oh, dog. sorry. I didn't really... Yeah, I was just making a note. I would... So yeah. our current listing is Fake Doctors, Real Friends is at the top. Then we have Avatar yep. Braving the Elements, followed by Office Ladies, and then Hey yep. Dude, the 90s called, which I'm perplexed we put it that yeah. high up, but whatever. <laughs> I'm all in with Scott Patterson, Made Women slash Gangster Broadcast at the bottom. Yeah. I think it's a... Hey Dude's placement says more about the two below it than it does about its own yes. quality. Um, yeah. I agree. Well, I mean, I am would be biased towards the Avatar show because I that is the only one out of all of these that I actually listen to relatively regularly, right? So mm. I really like Avatar. But if you're in agreement, I would say this belongs between Avatar, Braving the Elements, and Office Ladies. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we're being unfair to Office Ladies because, again, it's been so long since we heard it. But I still would, like, again, thinking of its recency bias, but I still would probably put this above it because again like the use of the guests and maybe office ladies maybe doesn't focus that well on guests but i i feel like i don't know have they had guests on that show before i think we might need uh, to office ladies is like it was a pioneer right <laughs> yeah it was like taking taking gilmore guys and going like hey we're the we're the people on the show we could do that they're yeah, popular and they're that. not even the people on the show like it was i again Probably definitely not the first one, but the, I would say probably the first big one. And we for sure blame it for all of these other shows. Um, <laughs> so I think we probably need to go back and listen to another episode or two of it. Maybe do a deeper dive into Office Ladies because we only listened maybe. to it was like their, as you said, like ninth episode or something like that. At That's that true. Stage. Um, so maybe give it another shot uh, as far as that. Also, welcome to the OC. It might not be as good all of the episodes, but we did think this one was quite good. So just based on what we're seeing, what's on the feed, uh, I think yeah. it's fair enough. I think I think they are fairly evenly matched, though, because Office Ladies also does have a decent quality 
Uh, I'd say, honestly, like we had some complaints about one of the hosts there, but I think Rachel is worse here on this one. There's an I argument agree. to be made that maybe Office Lady should slide above. But I think with the current, with the episodes we've heard, I think this is a fair placement. Yeah. Yeah, it is one of those where the, those two are very close. And as you mentioned, like, as we go to the the drop off, like like one, two, three, four are yeah, fake doctors, real friends, Avatar, braving the elements, welcome to those sea bitches and office ladies. They're decent TV rewatch. There's, then there's a steep decline for the last. <laughs> there's three. a big drop, and then we have, yeah, hey dude, the nineties called. I'm all in with Scott Patterson and Made Women slash Gangster Broadcast. So that's where we're at. And as you had pointed out a few episodes ago, we are building. We didn't realize we we're doing this. But we're building our top ten list. That's right. That's <laughs> of at least... the whole point of this show, apparently. <laughs> I was just complaining about all the, you know, shallow YouTube content, etc. And in the in the end, we're just making a really long top ten list. But you know what? We we discover these things as we go. Yes. So I guess that's that. Um, the feed. I mean, well, by the time you're hearing this, yeah, feed's well up there, ready to go. So appreciate any uh, reviews. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Podcast about the podcast about television shows. Shows what you know dot com. I had one last thing, which is I did enjoy how this episode they ended it with actually playing the skit that they'd been talking yes. about throughout. So I, I thought that was a good move. I felt like that was something that that we would do as well. So uh I And it was smart that. they didn't play the whole thing either. Yeah. They just kind of played a little of the beginning and reacted a bit. So yeah, I I, I thought that well, and even throughout the episode, because like, you didn't watch it, right? Like when they were discussing scenes, they would even pull up stills from the scenes. Mm. They'd pull up headshots of actors. So there's some pretty good, pretty slick stuff going on with the production. So there you go. Good for them. Oh, well, goodbye mm. to the OC, bitches. Yeah. See you later, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody.